Bandsman Media Group, BMI, and HD Radio present 100 years of radio, 100 years of hit makers, where we celebrate a century of hits written by some of the greatest songwriters of all time. Hey, this is Brian Ives, and I'm the managing editor of Beasley Media, and I'm hosting a series of interviews with hip-hop's biggest songwriters and producers. We're digging deep, talking about some of their greatest songs. You may not know their names, but you know their hits. This week, we're talking to Chuck's Chiajetta, who co-wrote Brockhampton's Sugar. Check it out. of the creation of the song to it becoming the huge hit that it is. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yes, so um, it all started uh, when um, I I met up with one of my friends, a guy called Odunsi. Odunsi, the engine, is a Nigerian um, artist and producer. So I was hanging out with him and um, and it turns out Jabari. Jabari is one of the, one of the members of uh, Brockhampton. He was in London at the time, and um, he was just hanging out with Odunsi. And um, over the, over like four or five days, you know, we just became really good friends. And he was like, "Hey, you know what? If you're ever in LA, come through. Let's make some great music and let's just have fun." And so uh, a couple of months later, I was touring Burner Boy as his guitarist. And we just finished Coachella, and it was just—it was incredible. It was crazy. And um, after Coachella, I hit Jabari up, and I was like, "Hey, bro, let's uh, let's do this. Let's work." So um, yeah, so for the last for, for the for the three weeks after that, we just like literally just went in and just wrote a bunch of songs and made a bunch of beats and um yeah and sugar was one of those so you're you're bird of Boy's guitar player as well as writing for other with other people right that's correct yeah are you always saying like hey man i write songs too <laughs> no no he he um but he he loves to work to be honest he loves to work with everyone um and uh we we actually have a song together but you know that's just one out of 10 million songs he has. <laughs> right, right. So hopefully it'll come out. Um, so are you a multi-instrumentalist as well, or do you write everything on the guitar? Do you do keyboards, drums? I actually grew up, you know, in church. So I I got to learn everything, you know. Um, guitar's my main instrument, but then I also play keys, I also play bass, I also play drums, and... Um, and the triangle, yeah. <laughs> I always, yeah, I always had that in there. It's, it's funny. But, yeah. And the shaker. And the shaker, yes, yes, yes. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and the cymbals, I play cymbals too. <laughs> Do you remember, you know, you obviously, as you just said, you wrote a whole bunch of songs together during that time. I'm sure a bunch of which are, will be released at some point. What do you remember specifically about Sugar, about starting it, about did you, you know, some artists don't know when they have a hit on their hands, but was there a moment where it clicked and you're like, whoa, this is going to go far? Yeah. So, do you know, what? actually, right from right from the start, actually, um, so, so I'm sure we, after we'd, we'd, you know, we had worked on like a gazillion songs, you know, we just, you know, like, I, I just started playing this riff, that's the guitar, the guitar pro- progression that you hear on the that, that you hear on, on Sugar and um, Jabari was like oh my god that's so dope you know like record it so I recorded it and then he starts working on the beat and then I jump on the keys put some chords in 
and then uh, put some bass in and um, yeah, and he just starts working on the hi hats and then and then and then I went out for a meal and then by the time I was back, like some some of the other guys, you know, had already started recording to it. You know, like those like the the Brockhampton guys, you know, I call them Brockhampton family, they they work really fast. You know, literally the song was done that day. And by the next day, it was like getting mixed or something. You know, it was it was so quick. Um, for me, it clicked. Another time it clicked as well was just when we were hearing it back, and I was just I was just like looking over, just looking over the window, into the pool in their mansion, and I was just like, man, this song is not only like it. It's not only great, but it's like really capturing my heart and my soul, and I'm connecting to it on spiritual level, you know. And I just knew that, you know, this song is going to be something. It's going to be amazing, and yeah, that, that's when it clicked. And so then after that, I mean, obviously you're a collaborator on the song, you have publishing on the song, but you're not in the in the group. So from there, do you know what when it's going to come out? What what the final mix sounds like? Like, what is your participation in the progression of the song between after you leave the studio and like it getting on the radio? To be honest, so at that time, I had I had returned back to the United Kingdom, right, um, London, where where where, where I uh, where I live, and so um, I wasn't in, I wasn't in close proximity with the guys, so I, I didn't really I didn't hear the mixed version. I mean, I heard I heard like I heard the the mix before it um, was released, but then the, that was probably that's probably the most I heard, to be honest. Right. Um, yeah, and so when it yeah when when it was released, um, I I got to hear Sugar and two other songs that I worked on as well. So it was it was, it was really it was, it was a really it was, it was a really satisfying moment. When so when was the first time you heard like the final mix? Like here's the version that's going out. Did they send it to you, or did you catch it like on the radio with the rest of the public? Oh no, um, Jabari uh, sent me a link. Cool. And so what did you think, you know, at that point, like, okay, here it is, it's finished. I thought this is insane. Um, this is insane. And this is going to be, this is going to be an awesome record. Um, but honestly, I wasn't ready for how insane it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I wasn't at all because we, um, I actually thought that uh, a song called Boy Bye yeah, there's a song in there called Boy Bye that I um that I helped create as well. Um I thought that was the one. I thought that was the one that was gonna like absolutely go somewhere else. But um somehow it just turns out that Sugar was the one and and I wasn't ready I wasn't ready for Sugar to be a TikTok dance or to go viral on TikTok. I was, no, no none of us were ready for it actually. So it was was really interesting how it kind of it kind of grew into something you know that's that's a really interesting thing about tiktok and i guess social media but at this moment certainly tiktok i, I spoke to k camp uh yeah. a couple of weeks ago because his song lottery like blew, you know it was big but it blew up on tiktok i mean and at that point it's real you know you're getting you're getting paid on it or whatever but it's out of your hands people are doing other things with it you know, um, yeah. when did you first see it blowing up on TikTok? Uh, you know, to be honest, someone sent me a link of some kids dancing to it. And I was just like, 
um, this is crazy. Why? Why? <laughs> how? How is this happening? You know, like this. This is crazy. So I, I, I yeah, a friend of mine just sent me a link. Like, hey, look, you, you know, someone's singing. So these these guys are dancing to to sugar in the background, and I was I was like, wow, this is crazy. Do you know what's even crazier for me? I I saw tutorials on how to play sugar online on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, like, and even in the comments, you know, like some some of the guys were going back and forth whether it was the right chord or not. You know, I was just like, dude, I don't even remember why I played. <laughs> So if you have to play it, you don't actually remember either. You have to listen to the recording. <laughs> I might have to refresh my memory because it was such a it was such an inspired moment, you know. Right. It was so it was it just came out of nowhere and and and, and it happened. But obviously, you know, I, when I listen back, I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, that's that's the, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's I'll do that. I'll play that. I'll go there. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. You know, like it's like hearing your own voice speak. You know, you just like, oh yeah, yeah, that's 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 that sounds like my tone. Yeah, I'll <laughs> say that. That's a, that's the kind of thing I'll say. You know, right? That's what music feels feels like. And when did you become aware? Like, okay, so you saw this one video that's getting a lot of views of like these guys dancing to your song, but then when do you realize like, oh my god, thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people are doing their own videos to my song? Oh man, do you know what? Um, again, it was it was like. It just so all my friends and Jabari as well. Um, he just kept sending me clips of people doing dances, and then on Spotify, I would look on Spotify every day, and literally it would jump by two million every day, like two million plays every day. Wow! And I just thought, this is this is crazy. Um, at the, in January when I was um when I was uh, hanging out with the, with the boys, we were working on a new album. Um, I, was, I was speaking to the, um, one of their managers, a guy called Brian, a really good guy. And he was like, yeah, man, we just, we just noticed a massive spike in, in the numbers. We just, we just didn't know where it was coming from. <laughs> Everyone was confused, but it turned out, it, you know, it, went, it turned into a TikTok dance and it was, it was, it was viral and, you know, and that's when I first learned that, you know, like TikTok counts towards streaming. And I was like, oh my God, mm. you know? So yeah, so that, that was, that was a good moment. And I was like, you know what? It's so satisfying to create something that everyone can dance to. Um, and everyone can listen to and enjoy and connect with, you know? So, um, really satisfying, really grateful to be part of that project. Were you actually on TikTok or did somebody have to say, Hey, check this out on the app, on the app. And you're like, Oh, I don't have it. Can I see yours? Or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I I unfortunately I'm not on TikTok so I I had to I had to download TikTok just to see it. You know? <laughs> no shame in that. I mean, everyone doesn't need to be on every social media app. I know, I know, I know, but I just feel like a I just feel like a granddad sometimes. But yeah. I mean, but, you know, even yeah, still, no. you're you're working musician. You're probably in the studio a lot. Like something that literally just drains your time probably isn't the main thing you need to be doing right now. Literally, let me let me tell you a life hack. Right okay. when you wake up, turn off your phone. Turn off your phone. I mean, obviously, you need your emails. You yeah. need to be able to see your emails, but but turn off your phone for like six hours, and I promise you, you will get half of your workload done, or even more, more than half. 
but yeah, that's so for me, like I, I try not to, um, I try to be present in the moment and not get distracted by, by social media or Instagram or whatever's going on. Um, but yeah, that's just, that's just me. I'm trying to do that too. And I've definitely gone a couple of hours and stuff without like looking at my phone if I'm doing something fun or interesting. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely something everybody should try. Like try not going on your phone, you know, unless you get a call or something. Try just leaving it in your pocket yeah. for six hours, you know, and not being on a computer. See what that's like. Oh my God, that's that's um, it's liberating for sure. Um, do you remember the first time you heard it on the radio? I don't know if you would have heard it in England or here. God, you know, I, I when it came out, I was in England, and um, I didn't really hear it on the radio. I actually just uh, I just popped. I just went over to to Spotify. I literally when it was released, when Sugar was released. I listened to Sugar every day for a month, mm. like literally every single day on my on my drive to the studio. I listened to it every day, and it was just like my it was just my moment of just you know gratefulness, you know, also gratitude. <laughs> right, right, gratefulness. right. Yeah, it was my it was my moment of gratitude and. Um, yeah, it was, it was it was really cool. It was really cool. So the song is obviously so big. Um, have you ever been like at a restaurant or a store or somewhere else where Sugar is playing? You you're watching people enjoying the song and they have no idea who you are and you're right there. Yeah, yeah, that's happened before. That's happened before. Um, and also, even what's even cooler is that some people have it on their playlist. People I know, friends of mine, have it on their playlist just casually right. <laughs> and, and then like and, and it comes off and I'm like hey did, did you know I wrote that song and they're like nah stop it come on no <laughs> and then and then I just on Spotify I just scroll I just go to the quest and then and they just they just, they just can't believe it you know wow you're like who do you think's paying for yeah. this lunch man <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah something like that <laughs> um so you mentioned uh, that you were with the boys, I think you said in January. Um, yes. I don't know, you know, if you're in a position to say when that next record is going to come out. Obviously, in January, nobody had really thought about a pandemic. Um, that's obviously right. changed things. And I don't know if you're in a position where you're supposed to be talking about it, but what can you say about their next record? Ooh, I can't say much. I can't say much, but I know it's going to be amazing. I shouldn't have prefaced the question amazing. that way. <laughs> <laughs> we worked on so many records. Oh gosh. Yeah. Like it is, it's like every day was just magic and more magic. And, and I can't wait. I can't wait. So it was just a few sessions in January or have you reconnected remotely since right so they they had uh they had some sort of um they had some sort of writing camp for for their news for the new stuff so like literally for a whole like month we were just we were just locked away in in the studio and um and then also during the pandemic as well i've been you know i've been working remotely sending sending stuff as well so yeah it's just really that's really cool. So what other, I mean, I don't know if you, you know, it's interesting because um, I've been interviewing artists across genres in hip hop and pop and country and rock for this, for this project. And the rock guys tend to be like the singers of their band. 
So like they, if you ask yeah. them, hey, what do you have coming up next? And they'll be like, oh, we got an EP two months from now, blah, blah, blah. But guys like you who are yeah. songwriters with other people usually can't say what they have next because they don't know if the song's got placed <laughs> yet. So with that yes. preface, what can you tell me that you have, or is there anything you could tell me about stuff you have coming out in the next few months? Well, um, so I've been working with a bunch of talented people, um, some of them friends, some of them becoming friends um so um there's also yeah there's the Brockhampton stuff to look forward to and uh some of my uh some of my other projects uh and songs that I've worked with friends coming up as well um yeah I'm I'm looking forward to the future man it's 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 bright and um can't wait I can't wait for you for us to have this conversation again with with some with some brand new material for sure so are you a guy who aspires to at some point be the guy out at front, you know, the singer, the person doing all the interviews when the record comes out, or are you more comfortable playing guitar for other people and writing in the studio, but not necessarily, you know, being in the group? Right. I like to, I like to, I like to, um, I like to see myself as the, the guy in the background that is literally making the whole thing run. Mm. You know, I, I like to be that mass. I'm those. I'm the massive cog that makes everything run. So, um, so which means uh, a lot of the times I'm in the background. You know, you know, making sure that everything sounds right, sounds good. Um, songs are well written, and this and songs are well mixed. You know, that's that's my that's my part. So I'm not I'm not the forefront guy. You know, I let the artists do that. Right. They can they can stay they can stay in the forefront. Do you? Was there someone who influenced you? You know, like a a musician who you said, you know, I don't want to be the singer. I want to be the guitarist, or I want to be the producer. Like, was there someone you looked to as a young guy and said, that's kind of the tact I want to take. I don't want to be on the microphone. I don't yeah. want to be in the press photos. Right, right, right. Well, do you know my my journey as a musician actually started when um. I was watching. Um, it must have been MTV or something, and and I, I and I heard um, Justin Timberlake's uh, "Like I Love You." Mm. Uh, it goes like ding, 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 ding. That's um, the acoustic guitar, and like in that moment, something just was like I was like. It was, uh, I, I literally, I was young, but I asked my sister a stupid question. I was like, "What instrument is that?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "It's a guitar." And, and since 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 then, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna learn this instrument. So I went to my secondary school then, and I um I spoke to my music teacher, and I was like, look, I want to get guitar lessons. Can you help me? Can you help me? And then uh, it turns out my secondary school at the time, high school for you guys in America, um, my my secondary school teacher was like, music teacher was like, okay, cool. Do you know what? Do you know this school offers like 30 minutes free per week? you know, for, for anyone who wants to learn. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I did it for like, I, I did those lessons for three, four years. And, wow. And, and like, yeah, it became really good. Yeah. So, yeah. But Justin Timberlake's Like I Love You really kind of just shifts my focus towards the guitar in a really special way. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who, was that Pharrell or was that Timbaland? I, I think it was one of the two who produced that. Actually, I, I think it was the... Uh, Hold on, the Neptunes. Not Pharrell, yeah. That. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that makes yeah. it does have sort of that Neptune's Pharrell kind of sound. That kind of beat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was yeah. that. I went, do you even know who the guitar player was playing it? No, I don't. You know, I, I honestly, I, I you got to meet Pharrell really one day. I, I need to ask him, like, who is that guy? Cause yeah, he um, he 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 inspired me to play the guitar. So, but um, soon. It'll, it'll happen. It'll That's happen. pretty amazing, man, because, you know, you ask most guitar players, like, who's the guy who made you want to pick it up? And they'll be like, you know, Jimi Hendrix or whatever. But you're like, oh, this guy, I don't know his name, but he's on the Justin Timberlake song. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I mean, hopefully you'll meet Pharrell and maybe one day you'll get to meet this guy. Yes, yes, it'll definitely happen. So it's like on my bucket list to, to work with uh, Pharrell and Justin Timberlake as well. Cool. Those, those guys are my... At the top of my bucket list. Well, so anyway, man, I meant to only speak to you for 15 minutes, and we've been on for more than quite more than double that. So thank you for uh, giving That's me the time, right. and um, you know, like you said, I look forward to speaking to you down the road when you've got more stuff in the discography to talk about. Awesome! Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. And Definitely, yes, man. I'll see. You. I'll, I'll speak to you later. Take care, man. 100 years of radio. 100 years of hit makers. Thanks to Chuck's Chiagena. That's our last episode for now. But go to bbgi.com slash 100-years-of-radio to catch all of our interviews with hip-hop, country, and rock songwriters.